0: What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Renewable Energy SmartPod. I'm Sean McMahon, and today I'm still in New Orleans, coming to you from day two of the American Clean Power Association's Clean Power Conference. After a fun night here in NOLA, shout out to Vestas and GE Vernova for hosting great events. This morning, it was time to get back to business. Lots of great stuff on the agenda today, but my favorite was the Building a Bipartisan Future for the Industry session that started the day. It featured Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards, former Senator Mary Landrieu, ACP boss Jason Grumet, and Susan Nicky from Hazy. As Grumet put it during the session, the energy landscape these days can sometimes feel like a place where there are Democratic electrons and Republican electrons. But these speakers talked about what can happen when the cameras of cable news are turned off and responsible policymakers set about doing right by their constituents. I know I came away from the session feeling a little bit more hopeful, That maybe some governors around the country, like Governor Edwards, will be able to lead the way when parts of the energy transition, like transmission, get stuck in the tangled web of politics. Now, just like I did yesterday, I've invited a guest to join me to get senior-level insights on the topics that are hot here at the conference. So today, I'm joined by Art Del Rio, Vice President of Strategic Procurement at EDF
1: Renewables. Art, how's it going? Oh, it's going great. Thanks for, for having me, Sean. This is, this is a great way to start the day. I think the show is amazing. Uh, it's great to see the attendance expand beyond wind and incorporate other technologies. Uh, we're seeing a large number of suppliers on the solar side, on the storage side, so we're pleased to see the technology expand beyond wind. Yes, yeah, so I want to talk to you about that. You've been coming to Clean
0: Power since I think it's 2009. That's right. correct. Yes. And so, how else has this show changed since then?
1: You know, uh, in in two thousand nine, when we were in Chicago, I forget exactly how many people we had there, but it was north of fifteen thousand, and it was it was crowded. It was hard to have a serious conversation. And now, I just think this this show this year is right sized. Uh, we have the right attendance. Uh, we have a lot of decision makers here from the various sides of the organizations uh, on our counterparty side, on our customer side, on our supplier side. So. I'm encouraged by what I've seen so far.
0: Yeah, the expansion beyond
1: wind is something that people are talking about. Are you seeing that as well? Absolutely. You know, we've got uh, every one of our tier one partners here from across technologies attending the show, well represented. Their leadership is here. We're having critical conversations about uh, where we're going uh, as an industry, where we're going as partners, and, and, and how we're going to do business going forward. All right. So if we've got all these important industry leaders here, what
0: are they talking about?
1: We continue to see the concerns around supply chain uncertainty, uh, issues with costs, which which uh, is nothing new uh, since the start of, of COVID, but we, uh, we continue to see that as a primary concern and then fold in the evolution of the IRA and the recent guidance that came in uh, last week. And though it was welcome, the guidance is something we, we really needed the uncertainty and ambiguity remains, so we got to work together uh, with our OEM partners and, and get through that ambiguity, get some clarifications, so that we can plow forward and, and continue to onshore manufacturing here in the United States and really, really take advantage of the IRA.
0: Yeah, speaking of the IRA, so. How has your job changed since the passage of the Inflation Reduction Act?
1: You know, it, some would think it became easier, but quite the opposite. <laughs> you know, we we are trying to balance the needs of our business, the needs of our customer. It's a transi- it's transition period, which introduces a great deal of complexity. Obviously, customers are clamoring for domestic product, and, and when are they going to have it? And that that takes time to get in place. So we're still sourcing from various parts of the globe. Uh, when it comes to every technology, whether it's wind, solar and storage. And as we move forward with, with that onshoring of manufacturing here in the United States, we expect that that will get a foothold hopefully next year in 24, but definitely by 25 when we'll be a, uh, have a steadier offering of, of domestic content. Uh, of course, we need to work together with our supplier partners. Uh, help them through the process, help them through all the concerns that we have in the various states, whether it's with permitting or getting getting factories up and running or the commitments that they need in order to make these enormous investments.
0: Are there any other topics kind of
1: buzzing around in the back
0: meetings and all these places you're at?
1: You know, there there, there are numerous topics that... that <laughs> Stuff uh, that you can share and not, <laughs> not keep private? There's a number of topics that, that I, I think runs across customers or IPPs like ourselves and, and, and equipment manufacturers, and that is, how do we address the ongoing risk that comes as a result of the uncertainty and, and, what, and its effects on our costs? Costs are not under control yet. They continue to fluctuate. The risk-sharing mechanisms that the various uh, organizations are trying to deploy or s- still bring a degree of discomfort to us as, as customers. So I think it's a balance of us working with our customers on the offtake side, together with our equipment manufacturers to find the right solution or the right approach to remove some of this uncertainty and be able to deliver a quality product to our customer.
0: Okay. Now, we are here in New Orleans, so I, I want to shift gears a little bit. Sure. Yeah. There's a lot of social activity going on here. So how has is, how is the Big Easy been treating you so far?
1: Oh, you know, it's been treating me great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've had a lot of fun. You know, this, the, the great thing about ACP is, you know, once a year we come together with a number of colleagues from across the industry, folks that some of us have known for decades or others that we've only known for a couple of years and we get to reconnect, spend time with them. Uh, and this city's fun. The entertainment's great the people are amazing and the food is something else so it's it's it really is a trifecta as as far as, as entertainment and fun and really getting getting a chance to to see our colleagues but the equipment manufacturers are just doing an amazing job of holding some some pretty fun events giving us an opportunity to enjoy all those items that i mentioned but also connect with them and 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 really get an opportunity to talk to folks outside of that of that environment that I just mentioned of uncertainty and, and, and concerns that we all have. And instead, you know, work together or have a drink or, or have some good food together and, and, and commiserate in, in, in what it is that we're trying to achieve.
0: Well, you mentioned the food. So I, I've got to ask you, I've got my own personal beignet tracker going <laughs> throughout the week. I'm trying to keep it
1: to three per day. I might've,
0: I might've gone over that the first day. So uh, can I ask you what's your, what's your total beignet intake at? for the You week?
1: know, I, I'm at about a dozen, For the last uh, 24 hours. (laughs) And it's only because, you know, we had an event at EDF and, and somebody put a pile of about a dozen of them in front of me. And it's just so hard to keep my hands off of them. And then somehow we found ourselves walking through the river walk. And there happened to be a Café du Monde in the Riverwalk, and we stopped there. And then somebody else decided they were going to serve them here at the conference center. So, it, yeah, it's kind of hard to stay away from them. Yeah, I've been finding powdered sugar on all my clothes. You know, <laughs> I, I'll tell you, I, I, somebody needs to invent a powdered sugar brush for suits. Yeah. <laughs> is that a lint roller, or a powdered yes. sugar roller? All
0: righty. Well, hey, Art, I know you're busy this week, so I truly appreciate you taking the time to talk to the me. The pleasure is absolutely on mine, John.
1: All right. Enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you. You do the same.
0: All right, everyone. Well, that's our show for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you haven't already, please subscribe or follow this show on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And as always, please be sure to share it with your friends and colleagues. Have a great day.